0: More time. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Go for it. Uh, all right. What's up everyone? Today we are with our special guest, Krista Mary, who is from Canada, right?
1: Indeed, indeed.
0: Perfect. And you have you ever seen do you see a lot of Canadian geese up in Canada?
1: Unfortunately, and they are quite literally the bane of my existence. They're everywhere and they're vicious. It's insane.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you ever have you ever seen anyone be attacked by a goose?
1: Not like physically attacked, but definitely with their hissing. I've seen many people, including myself, get hissed at. <laughs> Feathers be spread and they just walk up to you and you think you're about to be attacked and they're not quite. <laughs>
0: right. Oh my God. Um, so I I work in a little business park that is has trees and forest around. And there recently started to be some geese on the road there and I keep hoping... That one day, someone's going to be super late for work, and they're going to get out of their car and get attacked by a goose, because I think that would be just a fantastic thing to see. <laughs> and
1: content in its finest.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, that got me thinking. Like a week, a week or two ago, right before I was going to sleep, that I wanted to watch like some live goose attacks on YouTube. Right. So I went and found that video of the guy. I think it's just called Man vs. Canada Goose on YouTube. And then that sent me down the rabbit hole of other geese attacks. And then (laughs) I was like, I wonder, because geese are pretty vicious, right? They have like the hissing and they have like pretty sharp teeth too, if I'm
1: right. I don't even know if they have teeth or if their beak is just like one large,
0: Mm, like a razor.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I heard it's not fun to get bitten by them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that got me thinking that I wonder if it's possible for like animals or something like that to get possessed because you don't, you don't really hear much about that. You just hear that animals could be a little more sensitive to like ghosts and spirits and that kind of stuff. Right.
1: Right. That's actually a good point. I never thought about that. Like you hear about like, even when a uh, pet passes, sometimes you have say that they see their spirit after, but like to actually get possessed or something Mm. taken over interesting theory.
0: Yeah. So then of course I was like, well, if not animals, then what about, what about dolls? So that's what led me to your YouTube video. Actually, I think it was called, um, buying a possessed doll from eBay is the first one I watched. (laughs) And unfortunately, Christy, you didn't actually buy a doll on that video. I was a little bit disappointed, but maybe have you, have you bought one yet? I know you said you were thinking about (laughs) it, (laughs) Um,
1: but yeah. So the possessed doll video. yeah, it's a little bit of clickbait in the title there. Right, right. <laughs> I
0: didn't <laughs> yeah, have I to buy
1: it, yet. but uh, I do plan on getting one. I haven't yet. Um, I was kind of just waiting to see if, how many people would see the video, and then if mm-hmm. anyone had any advice for it, because it, it would be my first paranormal item, um, yeah. and I don't want to like get something evil. Right. So. Right. You know, I, I'm just kind of treading lightly in that territory, but eventually I will get one, hopefully soon, just not yet.
0: <laughs> so, what what kind of led you down the path from just like, I guess, being a happy child to um, like searching for haunted dolls on eBay?
1: Honestly, I've always been interested in the paranormal ever since I was a happy little child. <laughs> um, it's something very fascinating about you know the idea of spirits and. Uh, I've experienced paranormal things from a young age and having Mm -hmm. someone like my dad, who also has experienced things with me. Like we had that validating experience together to kind of bounce off each other and be like, okay, well, if we both experienced this, then it must be real. And then Mm -hmm. just kind of diving in deeper as I get older and exploring more and expanding that interest that I do have in it um, beyond just like, you know, the odd Mm -hmm. paranormal experience, but like, Seeking it out.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you could tell me a little about your first um, experience with either like a ghost or just kind of something paranormal in general.
1: So I always go to this experience. It's my first like major significant experience. Cause mm-hmm. I, again, like, ever since I was a really young child, little things here and there. But the first time yep. um, that it was like validated for me again was the uh sorry, I was just sharing what my me and my dad's experience. So mm-hmm. basically we were driving downtown in our hometown and we were passing this theater slash like community center and as we were driving by it we both turned our heads at the same time my dad was driving cuz i was obviously like i don't even know how old i was at the time but very yeah. young but I was in the passenger seat. I don't think I was old enough to be in the passenger seat yet. Right.
0: Though
1: um, we turned our heads to the left, and we saw this shadow figure just drop like at an almost a 90 degree angle down the cement outdoor staircase, and then wow. it kind of like passed a point where we couldn't see them anymore below the road level. So, like you
0: saw the figure fall down the stairs and like kind of through through the road,
1: not through the road, but like he uh, it passed below road level so we're on the road and then the stairs like on the side of the road so it kind of goes like oh like a, oh okay
0: yeah gotcha gotcha
1: yeah um so we saw that and we're just like oh someone's obviously very hurt yeah uh, they just they dropped and they screamed bloody murder and it was terrifying heard it so screamed. my dad had pulled over yeah oh. and it was to this day one of the most terrifying screams i've ever heard and my dad as well like we always oh. talk about like that scream yeah <laughs> whenever we <laughs> reminisce on it so he pulls the car over and we hop out and there's no one in sight and basically when you get to the staircase it's like this long cement staircase and there's different levels um and then it's a huge open parking lot there was no one in the parking lot no cars or anything it was like nighttime so whoever was in that community center at one point they would have left um so Hmm. yeah we're just kind of like staring dumbfounded at this open parking lot like Someone wouldn't have been able to get up and walk away from that fall. Mm. Uh, Not in that huge space, but there was no one there and we both saw it. And we ended up finding out later that that community center theater is actually, it was built on an ancient burial ground. So it's rumored to be very haunted and they say by a ghost named Alice. Alice. Uh, I don't know if someone's ever had a communication with them um, to get that name, but they call her Alice. So, (laughs) uh, yeah, we always talk about that experience because it freaked us out and <laughs> that's probably my first like major significant experience. Yeah, that's And actually that place was featured on an episode of Ghost Trackers, which was a Canadian really? ghost show. Yeah.
0: Huh, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> have you ever yeah. have you ever been back to that place to like investigate or do or ask your own kind of questions?
1: Not to investigate, but I've been back mo- like Many times through the years, um, throughout school, I was a bunch of different musicals and plays Mm -hmm. and it always took place at that theater. So I'd be there like every single year (laughs) and never experienced anything ever since then and -hmm. not inside, but, um, yeah, (laughs) hopefully I can go back one day and go inside.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. How long, um, how long would you say the staircase was like you over like a flight
1: It was probably around like 14 steps down, Hmm. and then a nice size landing. Another 14 steps down, another size landing, and then another 14 steps down. Like a massive, yeah. And then a huge open parking lot, right?
0: So you saw this thing fall down all like all the different cases.
1: No, uh, well, we would have assumed based on the way that it landed, it would have landed on the first landing, mm, and then have gotcha. to get up and walk down the others. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, it, because it was at a ninety degree angle, I can't imagine that it would fly down all the stairs. Yeah, just because of the way that it's like shaped.
0: Yeah. Huh. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's always weird. I feel like theaters in general are pretty haunted places because they're. Uh, mm-hmm. I went to school in a small. A small town in Wisconsin I don't know if you know where that is but <laughs> the um, the theater there one of the friends who's uh, coming on this later in the year is or used to be like a, a server there and he says he has some pretty like crazy stories as well <laughs> um, just like seeing people and the history and stuff in theaters and then uh, the people I talked to last week as well had some wild stories about like the same theater. And then of course every other theater I've heard about is just old. I think the one where I live right now is one of the most haunted places in the state I live as well. So wow. <laughs> you know trying to work up the nerve to go see a play one of these days once it's open. But <laughs>
1: things open hopefully right.
0: oh, <laughs> So a question I had for you that I've wanted to ask someone but wanted to wait for someone who was a little more involved with um, like ghost hunting and that kind of stuff was, do you think there is a difference between like ghosts or spirits and demons? Cause you know, a lot of people in especially the overall media and stuff just throw out like demons and ghosts kind of interchangeably, I feel like. So do you think there's a, like a definite line?
1: Yeah, I definitely, I definitely would say so. Uh, I definitely believe in, you know, angels, demons, you know, if there's good in the world, there has to be bad, same with good spirits, bad spirits. Mm -hmm. So good, good and bad spirits, in my opinion, are that of someone who lived life on this earth, passed away. Like their soul hasn't crossed over but demons in specific, I'm going to more touch on with this. Um, Mm -hmm. Demons. I don't think what, yeah, I don't think lived a life on this earth. You know, Mm -hmm. they weren't a, a being. So like, a bad spirit would be someone who lived life, and you know they passed away. And maybe they're angry, uh, resentful of how they passed, or they were just an angry person in general. So you have that bad energy. But demons
0: mm-hmm.
1: like weren't an actual human.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> from like but, a yeah. different, a different realm. Yes, would be. Yeah. So, do you think then that like a bad, a bad spirit would be? could be equally as powerful as a demon or do you think it's still, since a um, demon is from like, not <clears throat> you said like not, not really this plane or whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I know a lot of people say they can be a lot more powerful with like the way they affect you both mentally and physically.
1: Yeah, I definitely, I would, I would think that demons would be a bit more powerful um, and have more ability to, cause
0: harm whereas I think bad spirits are more so mischievous uh yeah that makes sense then um and I know going along with that kind of I know you talk in a few of your videos about just like quick things saying like you you're careful to protect yourself or um whatever when you're out like messing messing with this stuff if that's the right term (laughs) so I guess how do you how would you kind of describe how you protect yourself when you're out like looking and, or trying to communicate with ghosts or spirits?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, it's all about knowing my limits. Like first and foremost, I'm really good with energy and intuition. So uh, uh-huh. I feel if I feel a bad vibe to the place, then I'll either know to proceed with caution or just not investigate further.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I So there's kind of
0: like a, Kind of like a cutoff point for yeah. you. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I, I use that for the, for most of my like judgment when it comes to this stuff. Um uh, mm-hmm. but be like beyond that, you know, I carry crystals around with me. I, I'm an avid crystal collector. I love my crystals. Um, yeah. and just you know, keeping the white light like surrounding me, like thinking only positive thoughts. If you go into a, an investigation with negative headspace, I feel like that's like your number. Something
0: is gonna go wrong. Yeah, right? I think it's
1: <laughs> I, not success.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have always heard a lot about like the the whole white light thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Is that?
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's just like imagining kind of your like surrounded or like emitting just like a bright pure light Mm -hmm. right and that's supposed to just kind of keep keep the bad stuff away
1: yeah because darkness doesn't like light Mm -hmm. it doesn't work i don't know but i've i've yet to have that experience by doing it so yeah it's like a comfort (laughs) thing at this point
0: (laughs) oh yeah yeah true (laughs) um could you go into a little bit about the the crystal stuff because i've heard i know a lot of like what is it like psychics and that kind of stuff They always talk about crystals, but I've really never done any research or anything into that whole kind of side of things, Mm -hmm. I guess.
1: Yeah, so crystals, there's different kinds of crystals for different things. So I feel like it depends on what your intention is and what kind of help from the universe you're looking to achieve. Um, Will depend on what crystals you get. Uh, whether you do your research ahead of time and you look up a crystal that you know is good for anxiety, or a crystal that's good for bringing on like happiness, or you go mm-hmm. into a crystal shop and you just kind of look around at them and you kind of let the crystal draw itself to you. So you just pick out ones that you know, call to you <laughs> in a sense.
0: Just like the, just like a haunted doll.
1: Just like haunted doll.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are like the different kinds you can get? I guess like is there.
1: Yeah. So there's like quartz crystals. They also have like rose quartz, clear quartz. So different kind, different color of quartz, but they'll help with different things. Like rose quartz is supposed to help with love. Clear quartz is just generally a good crystal to have for any aspect of your life. It just kind of helps amplify your energy. Um, And then you get into other things like um, agate or uh, citrine, um, bunch of different like fancy names that I'm pulling out right now. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're just quartz, there's tumbled stones. So like you either get like the rough stone like from the earth or you can tumble it it's like a shiny pretty little smooth <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah.
0: so is the whole is the whole idea behind crystals like um the, they absorb like different trying to figure out how to word this like different energy wavelengths from the earth or something like mm-hmm. that and you carry it around with you and it's supposed to like sync up your energy
1: yeah that's what i think yeah. <laughs> no, i think you did a good job at, uh, i mean it just helps synchronize your energy and um place you at a good headspace at least for me so mm-hmm.
0: yeah nice so do you, do they have any bad crystals
1: honestly I don't know <laughs> I don't think so like some a crystal to like hex someone
0: You're right <laughs> <laughs> or like get possessed or something yeah
1: I don't, I don't this know. is the
0: possession crystal
1: I feel like that would like be going to like voodoo slash hex territory which I'm
0: uh yeah true, of, true but
1: uh, right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that's a good question
0: <laughs> right so back to the haunted doll thing you do you are you trying to start like a a little haunted collection or something like that or were you just curious about the just the doll
1: um well originally it was the curiosity of just the doll because i feel like throughout my life <laughs> dolls and them being haunted
0: have always been a fear of mine <laughs> yeah. that's oh that's um that's another wild thing is the last interview i did with one of my friends <clears throat> she was talking about how she tied up her dolls at night because of the the same story that you were talking about, and that was like a week before. So I thought that was kind of weird. Honestly, <laughs> but like smart. the doll, like sitting on the chick's chest and like killing her or something. <laughs>
1: yeah, honestly, not smart. I should have done that.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, just, they've always been like a pretty big fear of mine. So I wanted to start with that to kind of overcome it. But then I realized, mm-hmm. and as I'm like diving more into this paranormal thing, and have been since I started my channel back in September. I mm-hmm. kind of just wanted to like expand it. So like to have a nice little haunted collection would be kind of cool. And yeah. I don't know what that would entail. Is it all going to be dolls? Probably not. I don't, I don't know. We'll see right. when I get there, but um, yeah.
0: How do you think you would, have you researched into um, like how you would make sure the, the haunted attachment or like the attachments to the objects would stay like where you want them? You're probably familiar with, like, Ed and, Ed and Lorraine, mm-hmm. the the ghost hunters, and they had that big room. And then I know one of, do you know who Zach Baggins is? Yeah. <laughs> big Zach Baggins enthusiast. But he has that, <laughs> he has that room in his house that's um, got a bunch of, like, haunted stuff in it, and he keeps that, like, behind doors and stuff. And I think he has, like, a little salt trail or something on the front. <laughs> but have you done any research into, like, how you keep that stuff separate from, like, what, you'd want your normal life to look like i guess
1: <laughs> kind of um <clears throat> i i definitely would want some sort of like room or space for it similar to what the warrens and like Zack Baggins do just because mm-hmm. you don't want to like clash those two worlds of paranormal in your own life so yeah. At the moment, me and my fiance live in a basement apartment, words. Uh, um, with
0: kids on the top, right?
1: Yeah, with kids on the top. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, <laughs> we've got two cats here. <laughs>
0: Little-
1: <Right>. Um <laughs> And there's not a lot of space. Like we have like a couple mm-hmm. rooms back there and that's, this is like our entire space. So I don't really have a place to put all the haunted objects yet. Yeah. So we're probably just gonna have to wait until we like buy a house or something like that. And yeah. then I can start expanding that.
0: Right, and build a that, separate little... De- yeah. The haunting room.
1: Yeah, a dedicated <laughs> room for that just because there's really nowhere to do that currently. But yeah, hopefully.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the first experience you had sounds like it wasn't too... I mean, well, obviously it was pretty, pretty wild. Mm-hmm. But what... What would you say is your most frightening experience so far to date? My most frightening
1: experience? It's like a collection of experiences because the right. house I grew up in was very haunted. I don't right. know why. Um, it was a pretty mm-hmm. new house when we moved in. There was only one family that lived there before us and they moved out and everyone was fine. Um, and no. then before that, I think it was just forests, but I don't really know what was there. And I've been
0: saying this since the first episode that the forest is a terrifying place and nothing but bad things live in the forest.
1: <laughs> yeah, like there's a lot of energy that comes there,
0: and yeah, sure. too spooky. <laughs> uh,
1: so yeah, it, it, if it was built on a forest, like I, who knows what could have happened there before? But
0: yeah,
1: all I know is ever since I we moved in there when I was around seven years old, and I moved out last year, so hmm. it's almost twenty years um yeah. of just experience after experience and it was probably the worst when I was kind of like residing in the basement because like you know when you're mm-hmm.
0: like
1: late teens early 20s you just kind of want to reside yeah, down there yeah. have your own space away from
0: parents exactly
1: so I would be down there a lot more often and that's kind of where mm-hmm. a lot of the energy was cliche. I know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Have you ever asked yourself like mm-hmm. why it seems like all the bad stuff always happens in like the dark basements and all that kind of stuff? Cause if I feel like I've never, I don't know. I've never seen anything.
1: That explains
0: that. Yeah. Or that says like, I don't know, you just always hear good, like the the good ghosts or whatever are kind of just floating around doing whatever, just chilling. Mm -hmm. But the bad ones always like, there's always like a concentration of them in like some old dusty laundry room or in the basement. And you never, like they choose when to come out, (laughs) right? But I I always thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, I don't
1: know why that is. I feel like maybe it has something to do with like,
0: how the energies of different spirits are grounded
1: and then mm-hmm, right. Like it's
0: closer. Yeah. It's like closer um, to being engulfed by the earth or something. Cause it has four, like four or five walls on the, on the dirt.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can
0: think of. Otherwise
1: I, I have no idea. Um, yeah. But just seeing. <laughs> Anyways. <hours down> there, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, when I, when I was living down there, more frequently than I'm upstairs. Um, Mm -hmm. I noticed like a a lot more things happening. Like there'd be a lot of like knockings and when it would come in threes like that, where
0: it came in threes.
1: Yeah. Like, Oh my God. I'm just like, "Mm." like I'm not (laughs) a super religious person or anything like that, but it's just like, yeah.
0: But everyone kind of knows the old three.
1: Yeah. I don't want to mess with that. And then that would be a constant thing. Um, Hmm. And I, I don't know if this was like a sleep paralysis thing, but I, or maybe I was just dreaming it. I don't know. But Mm. at one point I was sleeping and I was down there alone and I felt like nails, like someone's nails on my arm. And that's kind of what made me realize like, Oh, I'm like awake right now. I can feel someone touching, but who's down here. (laughs) So I turn over and it's like, I see the face of a woman like an old woman and she looks like she's like decaying and
0: oh my God,
1: I kind of turned away. And then I looked back and she was gone and I never tell anyone this. (laughs) So it's like the first time I've ever like shared that experience. Uh, Because again, I don't know if it was like a dream or not, but I was like very much awake at the end of it. And like, I could feel it at the beginning. It was a very weird experience and it kind Mm. of matched the energy that that basement gave off. Like I always mm-hmm. kind of felt like it was an older woman. So when I saw her, yeah, and I don't know. I always say that I've never seen a spirit either because, like that, you know, clear apparition of something floating by or going through a wall. I've never seen, but mm-hmm. the woman's face, I did. So yeah. the spirit or was it in my head? I don't know. Um, and then,
0: Do you have you ever had like sleep paralysis where you where you realize? what it is because I, I have a lot I well I used to have a lot of sleep paralysis when I was a kid and that's kind of what got me into like exploring all this kind of stuff I just think it's super interesting um everyone's different stories but have you had um a situation where you understood what was going on you're like you woke up and you're like oh this is sleep paralysis I
1: don't think so um I've always kind of wanted to know what it's, well, I shouldn't say this because it's probably not happening now, but I right. always <laughs> want to know what sleep paralysis feels like. One of my best friends, she uh, she has sleep paralysis. She like naps during the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she tries to avoid that. And she tells mm-hmm. me what it feels like. And I'm just like, that's so interesting. I can't even comfort, like put my mind around that feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've never personally felt, the feeling of sleep paralysis, at least not that I know of, unless I'm experiencing it a bit differently than her. Right. <laughs> but I, I don't think I have.
0: Yeah. Were you able to move or anything like that when you saw yeah. the lady's face? Oh. Ah. I
1: was like, because when I felt the nails, I turned over because I was, mm-hmm. it was from behind me. Right. She was there and then I turned around and then when I looked back, she wasn't there anymore.
0: Oh so my I don't God.
1: know, like maybe coming out of sleep. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah,
0: that is, that is crazy. (laughs) There's like a lot of footsteps
1: and stuff. Um, footsteps constantly in that house. And like, sometimes it would just, the the scariest it would ever get is like when it would happen a lot. So Mm -hmm. like, You know, if you hear like the odd knock or like footsteps, it'd be like, okay, whatever. But then it gets kind of like frightening when you hear kind of like an hour, yeah, Yeah. just constant. You're like, okay, I'm home alone right now. Yeah. (laughs) And all
0: of a sudden, there's like a big party going on upstairs.
1: (laughs) Like that's it's just that kind of it's just overwhelming. That's why it's so terrifying.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I would. My first. The first time I remember like ha- having sleep paralysis, I didn't realize it at, at the time, obviously because I was a little kid. But it it always started with like footsteps in the hall, and I had this <laughs> this three legged cat named Cuckoo, and her, her her leg got caught in a rat trap because um, she got outside once and she lost it. Very sad story, but um, of course that's what fueled all my nightmares as a child. And <laughs> so I would always hear like footsteps going on um, in the hall. But the big thing with sleep paralysis is, you know, you can't move. So that's why like, if you were able to move, Chris, I don't, I don't think that was sleep paralysis, which I think is even more scary to think about.
1: (laughs) 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 Uh, Right there.
0: (laughs) So you, did you just move out recently of that house?
1: Yeah. Well, my parents still live there. So I go back often.
0: Mm -hmm. Have you experienced anything since like, since you moved out like um not at your current house but when you returned to visit them at all
1: um no but i made a youtube video on this actually i think a couple weeks ago, or last week a couple weeks ago i think um
0: that's something followed you home first, yeah did
1: you watch it
0: yep <laughs> yeah um
1: so and the something followed me home kind of another like paralysis like am I asleep or was I waking up experience but basically I went to a haunted location and then that I had never been to before um and then when I got home everything was normal until I went to sleep and something woke me up at 3 a.m telling me hello and Jeez. it wasn't my fiance because he was asleep and yeah. it wasn't his voice and he also ended up having nightmares Uh, that night which was
0: strange I think from that video you said you woke up at like 3 a.m too right
1: yeah
0: that's pretty creepy I had a I had a weird dream a couple nights ago I don't know what it is but me and me and witches are not not good buddies I can watch like pretty much any any scary movie and just be fine but the second it has a witch in it I know I'm going to have a nightmare that night. And (laughs) it first happened when I watched the Blair witch project, obviously, but then even like these stupid movies that look like they have a budget of a hundred dollars. If there's even a mention of a witch in there, I'm going to have a nightmare. But (laughs) the other night I had this super weird, like weird nightmare kind of dream. That was a combination of almost all my fears. It was witches haunted houses and like clowns and I, I'm not even that scared of clowns to be honest, but it was, I'll, I'll tell you what happened. There's witch built like a massive haunted house and it wasn't like an actual haunted house. It was like a Halloween attraction, but I, I don't like those for some reason. So I didn't want to go in and then she got pissed off at me. So she started playing. <laughs> this is another weird recurring theme. Um, in all of my dreams since I've been a kid is like organs and stuff. So I don't know what that's about, but the, she started playing like a really scary song on this organ, and I wanted her to stop. So I went off to her and I was like, "Stop! Cut! Cut that out!" And, and then she just looked at me and like her head like crooked to the side, and she like played played a weird key, and. But then all of a sudden, I got like shot back out to the entrance to the haunted house, and then <laughs> a literal horde of clowns start like coming up from the ground and coming out of the haunted house and like surrounding me. And <laughs> they, they um, they weren't even like different different kinds of clowns. They were just like they were all wearing blue jumpsuits and had like the same face, so that made it kind of weird. But the the worst part is they all like kept coming closer to me and eventually like tackled me to the ground and suffocated me. And then I woke up and it it was the weirdest dream ever. And I, I hesitate to say nightmare because after some of the, some of the sleep paralysis things, I don't, it's very hard for me to get like off put by just a normal dream these days. But say so yeah, that was super weird. Did you, did your fiance ever tell you what his, his dream was about?
1: Yeah, well, he said he only remembered parts of it. Um, And it just, the main point of it was that he felt like he lived a lifetime. Hmm. So just like a bunch of stuff was just happening. And he was just like running from a bunch of things that were trying to get him. And it just felt like he lived a whole life, like from, I guess, newborn to death, whatever that is, right?
0: That's pretty tricky.
1: Yeah. And like, he's had like nightmares before and stuff like that, but like, I've never seen him react to one of his dreams like this before. Mm -hmm. And he's been like, Oh, I had like not a good dream last night, but like that same night that I woke up from something telling me, hello. um, It was like this wild nightmare that he felt like he lived a lifetime for. It's just kind of like weird vibes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. That is weird. So you know how people say like, usually like ghosts or demons won't like mess with you unless you're open to it. Would do you think that people having nightmares before they start experiencing paranormal things, do you would you say that maybe that is a way of like a demon or a ghost kind of opening that person up to like be more frightened? Because um, I don't know about you, but with me, like every time I have sleep paralysis, it hasn't really happened recently, but every time in the past or even like a bad dream, I wake up and I'm like, I don't really have, I don't have a good day that day. <laughs> Cause I keep thinking about the dream. And usually like you, you like try to force yourself to stay up so you don't fall back asleep and have another bad one. But do you think that is like a way they could kind of open you up to like kind of snaggle their way into your house or something? Yeah, uh,
1: definitely. I, I don't know what the purpose would be, um, but I definitely think that, you know, things, latch onto energies and if you know you're at your most vulnerable when you're sleeping so mm-hmm. why wouldn't something you know take that opportunity and you know try to scare you or right. you know weaken your mindset
0: yeah, like
1: kind of <laughs> yeah no, I, I, but I definitely agree with that I think that could definitely I never thought about it like that before actually but I definitely do think it could be a possibility for sure
0: have you felt or experienced anything um since that night at your current house?
1: Um, not paranormally, at least not that I think. I, I haven't been sleeping normal since, mm-hmm. uh, which is weird for me. I'm usually like a very, like once I'm asleep, like I'm yeah, dead right. until the morning. <laughs> um, yeah. But ever since that night, And I haven't had any more dreams like that or nightmares even. Um, I haven't Mm. had anything wake me up, but another has um, Jordan, but just weird sleeps. Like I'll wake up throughout the night. Um, Sometimes I'll have to like switch, like I'll be in the bed and then I'll come to the couch and then I'll have to go back because like I can't get comfy in the bed anymore. It's just Mm. weird. And I've never had that before. So I'm wondering if it's, I don't know, I can only imagine it has something to do with whatever happened that first night yeah. but it, it otherwise it's just a weird coincidence that it all starts to happen
0: after you know that is kind of weird yeah
1: huh.
0: have your cats ever like <laughs> i know back to back to before um talking about animals and stuff have your cats ever been like weird around you when you've came back from a ghost hunt or anything like that
1: no well it's hard to tell because they're always weird
0: right <laughs> fighting <laughs> um,
1: they're always like fight, like play fighting but like or when they're staring and they stare at things but like sometimes it's just like a dot on the wall yeah like, yeah it's hard to pinpoint with with these two but uh-huh. um growing up I ha- i've had cats my whole life and mm. again in the haunted house that i lived in mm-hmm. my cats would not go to the basement. Which, again, is a weird sign. Did you
0: you ever try uh, picking them up and uh, bringing them them down there with you?
1: I did, and then they would go right back upstairs.
0: Wow, (laughs) that is weird. Yeah, Um,
1: they did not want to be down there. And they would stare at things, and I would try to figure out, like, oh, is there a dot on the wall, or, like, what are they Mm -hmm. looking at? And sometimes, like, one time I was in my bedroom at my parents' house, and one of my cats was looking at something and it, she was going back and forth. And I was like, Where are you staying? I was trying to like get on her level <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like, look at like what she could be seeing, but there was mm. nothing there. Like there wasn't like a spider web, like dangling. Like not, I checked for oh. everything. Like, this is freaky. What are you Jeez. literally following? <laughs> um, but yeah, these two were But in my last house, yeah, definitely. They, they, they had some senses to this kind of thing
0: well what was your what was your last paranormal experience so far your most recent one
1: um probably well it would have been when i went to um the old jail uh, in my city and basically i went there and i did that little dowsing rod session and you know they communicated with some spirits And it was weird because I caught an orb in that video and it was right after I asked if they died there and it kind of just shot out from like the center of me. Oh, really? It's oh yeah. I'll have to go back and
0: watch that. I don't think I caught that.
1: Yeah. That's weird. And then my dowsing rods after that, one of them pointed to where the orb went. Really? I obviously wouldn't have known at the time, (laughs) but I kind of thought I was editing it and I thought it was just like half answering my question but it followed it and I was like that's so strange Jeez. and then it pointed to where it was with both of my uh, rods when I asked where it was because mm-hmm. it said it could see me and I was like okay hey, where are you that's creepy pointed to where the orb went so
0: wow that's yeah. awesome mm-hmm. so you uh, you can like feel kind of if the if the energy is like good or bad mm-hmm. what how did it feel with that one
1: that one I felt honestly at that place in particular it feels kind of normal when i the first time i ever went it mm-hmm. felt kind of heavy but i go there so often now yeah. so i don't know if i'm used to the energy and i don't know if the first time i went maybe the heaviness was just the amount of energy that was there mm-hmm. but when i go it's just very neutral energy I'm like it's not like good but it's not bad like yeah. there's something here but it's kind of like it's the thing, I'm doing my thing.
0: You're right, right. It's kind of This thing. Yeah. Back yeah. at your old house, do you think you got used to that energy eventually? Kind of what was going on? Yeah. Or was it always definitely. just kind of, it would like scare you at first and then you just got used to it as the event um, went on or whatever?
1: When I was, when I first moved there and I was obviously a child, I got kind of freaked out again by the basement. I would never want to be down there alone. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, I got used to it, and then the basement was like fine to be in. The only times it ever got too much is when it, like I mentioned earlier, when the energy became like too overwhelming. When like all the things would be happening, like the knocking and the footsteps for like an hour consecutively, and it's just like it just it's just too much. <laughs> you yeah. know, there's so much yeah. energy coming through, so it's like now I'm scared, but like because I was living there and like, it would just be the odd thing here and there for the most part. It was, you know, I got used to it. At point. Of, yeah. yeah.
0: That's crazy about <laughs> the old lady though. like well, I would
1: have <laughs> like been, been like,
0: see ya, I'm out of here. <laughs> Goodness.
1: Know, I'm so tired. I just went back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> How? But it, I don't know. I, I just assumed at the time that it was, me waking up out of a dream or something mm-hmm. and then like something in my dream. But I don't know. It was just, it's weird because I felt very awake, yeah. but I don't know. Some people well, will argue that it's definitely me sleeping. I, I know yeah. that, but yeah.
0: I mean, I don't think you could really prove it. Was you sleeping though? <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> the thing. That's what I really like about all the spirits and the, just anything paranormal in general you can't prove it exists really but you can't prove it doesn't exist and exactly. i think there's more evidence leaning towards that it does exist we just have mm-hmm. to figure out what what it is that actually exists you know
1: 100%
0: have you ever been to the united states
1: oh yeah
0: would yeah. you have you done any like investigations or anything down here i've not
1: and it's mainly because i like, I've never really, I just never had the opportunity to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and I have, I've been in the States since before COVID uh, happened. <laughs> so, um, and I started my channel during COVID. So, and I've really had a reason to like go out and explore things. Yeah, right. um, I don't know if I had an experience in the States just naturally, though. Can't think of one on the top of my head. Um, but I definitely want to go back and like explore some places because.
0: There's tons down there, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, another thing with the dowsing rods, I guess this kind of ties into, well, first of all, have you ever done anything with a Ouija board? Yes. Did anything happen? Yeah,
1: um, well, we, <laughs>
0: I have a Ouija board. Oh, nice. Um,
1: I don't use it. Uh, jordan we put it in storage because like, I, don't want them. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> um, I don't i never used it and the only reason i have it is because it's a supernatural branded ouija board which is nice
0: mm. <laughs> uh,
1: and before that i the only time i used a ouija board was when uh, me and my friends made one so hmm. we just we got cardboard and we got tape to make it like smooth after we wrote like the board out on it and then we made the planchette with cardboard and then we just kind of went for it and it was working but it was kind of slow because even though we put the tape on it it's still kind of like was rough so you not really have a smooth surface to travel across yeah um uh, but the weird thing about that is we had set up these candles and the candles started blowing out um
0: oh dang it, isn't yeah. that isn't that bad or something or am I thinking yeah. of like one of those stupid Reddit games where I have to relight the candle if it blows it out or else it like drag your soul down I, to hell or something? I feel I, I think you. I'm getting it mixed up. <laughs>
1: it, might, it might be, yeah. <laughs> but the thing about that that freaked me out was like it just didn't see, it didn't feel good. Like, mm, I was like, no. okay, well, somebody's blowing it out, but it, there's something about that that just doesn't sit right with me. Mm-hmm. So that happened and then we did it in my friend at the time's uh, bedroom and she would say that she would have like the weirdest experiences after that like she never felt like it was like attached to her but in that like
0: bedroom, just the room so in that. general yeah
1: yeah she said like she would be in her bed reading and like she'd hear knocking on the walls um I mean, she said she saw a shadow once um and she couldn't debunk why she only had like her little like side lamp on and it was facing kind of the doorway.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, she saw like a shadow go by the doorway, but she was sitting on her bed. So like nothing crossed the light Well wow. to make it, but she could see anyways. Jeez. So. That all happened after we did the Ouija board in her room.
0: Wow. Huh. So yeah. with that kind of stuff, how do you, uh... I've never done it, but how, I guess for people on the outside of the paranormal enthusiasts, shall we say, um, they they're gonna say you like move it with your hands or with the dowsing rods. You can like twist it easily. How, I guess, like how's it feel to, if you're not moving it? Is it, I, is it just weird? I feel like that's a super weird feeling. Like I kind of freak out if I was like yeah. touching something and then it started moving. And then there's no, like, really reason for it. And I know I'm not doing it myself.
1: The thing about the Ouija board is, I, again, I only played it that one time and I haven't Mm -hmm. tried it since. But they say that a lot of it is, like, the little kind of movements that your hand makes Mm -hmm. when you're touching it. Um, Because you're touching it so lightly, so that kind of helps it move.
0: But isn't it like the... They say with that though, it's like the spirits guiding the tiny twitches in your hand or something like that.
1: Yeah, that's oh. like the argument to that. So like, hmm. it could be either or. It definitely. It's hard to tell unless it's so obviously like you can see someone's arm move. They're filming it, or like you're watching someone do it. If you see like their whole arm move, then obviously
0: yeah,
1: do <laughs> it. But if they keep their hands really still and it's like moving like crazy, then mm-hmm. I would. Even on the side of, I think that that's real
0: yeah.
1: uh, it really just depends I think situation to situation the dowsing rods are super sensitive mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have to like edit a lot of my dowsing rod video because yeah. sometimes it will move like the slightest amount and it will just go like um, huh. so I have to like be as still as possible and you know try not to like let it move But I can feel it because the rod goes down kind of like the handle. Mm -hmm. Um, So I can feel it start to move when something does move it for me. So I can feel a sensation, but I don't think it comes across on camera. (laughs) It just kind of like does its thing. So if my arms are still and it's moving, then it's like actually doing that by itself.
0: Do you ever use like those course i forget what they're called right now but the stuff to pick up like the the voices it's like a EV, evp i think spirit box that's what it is yeah. the thing that's like <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> have you ever used have, one of those i have not um i was almost about to buy one yesterday really uh, <laughs> but uh, it's just such an investment but like, i'm like i not there yet
0: right how uh, much are those things even
1: for a good one like closer to two hundred dollars yeah. That's a bit. <laughs> like, it may well, be worth it. Cause I would get it. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, is just like a lot of money. Right, like, right.
0: It's For
1: Almost half my rent.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But it's spirit box. I do want to get, I haven't used one yet. I do use an app on my phone that kind of acts like a spirit box. It just doesn't have like the white noise. Mm-hmm. Is
0: the that, microphone. is that that one that, um i always see people on tiktok using i forget what it's called like go ghost box or something it's true what ghost, ghost Tune. Tube? yeah yeah is it that I one i
1: haven't used ghost tube yet um i've heard that it's kind of like iffy mm-hmm. um some people have great experiences with it some people say it doesn't work um So I've heard like a mixed review and I think you have to pay for it to get like it's full features. Ah. (laughs) Um, The Necrophonic app, which is the one I Mm, use. That's um, the one I've
0: heard a lot of people, a lot of people are using though.
1: It's like, I think $13. So uh, not too bad. Um, Less than 200. Yeah. Less than (laughs) 200. And it's interesting the way like it works because you'll hear like these noises come through and you don't hear the spirit box, like white noise and it's sometimes hard to tell what it's saying just because it's not like a full word but sometimes you can hear something very clear as day so it's i don't know makes me lean more on the side of i think it's real and i think it's doing a very similar job to that of a spirit box Uh just on your phone
0: Hmm. yeah i think it's i think it's interesting that apps are able to use like phones nowadays with all their various technologies to like hunt ghosts and stuff <laughs> that's kind of cool <laughs> uh do you have any Cana- like canadian canadian folklore like scary urban legends what's a what's what's the best one you can think of up there if you can think of one
1: well have you heard of wendigos
0: yeah i think so yeah yeah
1: We're, apparently we have a lot in northern ontario a lot of wendigos yeah <laughs> um i don't know the like Validity of that, though.
0: Um, what do they do, Krista? I
1: feel like they're the same as a werewolf. Oh,
0: so they howl and know. stuff.
1: I don't think so. I I've been very confused by wendigos. To be honest, <laughs> like they have that werewolf ask, but I think that the way that they turn into wendigo, I feel like they don't turn. I feel like werewolves turn, but wendigos are always wendigos
0: uh here are I, I just found a just found a picture of them on Google a mythological creature or evil spirit which is based in and around the east coast forests of Canada Whoa. terrifying it's like a looks like a deer with just the skull and then massive horns. I don't think I'd want to see that at night at all, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, awesome! Well, really appreciate you taking the time to come on to Paranormal Paralysis, Krista, all the way from Canada.
1: Thank you so much
0: for having me. Yeah, it was fantastic. A lot of a lot of great stories. I know we talked about possibly doing a maybe a, like the first first video episode later on down the line, but yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe if you get a haunted doll you can come on for the official Haunted Doll episode as well because I really want to do one of those, but I got to find a couple more people with some sick stories. (laughs) But anyways, why don't you tell tell people where to find you on YouTube and uh, Instagram and whatever else you have.
1: Yeah, for sure. So you can find me at Krista Mary Kay on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, um, whatever you like. I'm most active on Instagram and starting to get active on TikTok if you like the spooky content. And YouTube at Krista and then space Mary K as one word.
0: Sweet. Yeah. Krista Mary Kay, there you have it. K R S T A M A R M A R Y K And she will absolutely spook you to your car, I guarantee. Uh (laughs) Anyways, uh, thanks for listening to episode four. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at paranormal paralysis, or if you have any good ghost stories, you can email me at paraparalysis at outlook.com, or else I will see you next time. Stay spooky, baby. (laughs) (laughs) It's the leg. It's the leg. All right. Thanks, (laughs) Krista.